Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action Forward News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Comet number five, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and uh, as I overheard Forrest Day 2 Wong say after he scrubbed out during a PTQ, you don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. <laughs> is that a Rocky reference? No. So the bit is, I'm going through the AFI. Like to your defense, it's for, it's from it's from an older movie with Marlon Brando uh, called On the Waterfront. So I'm going through AFI's top fifty uh, film scenes. So okay. get creative go. with it. Squeamy Gee getting caught up on meta traffic with the Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. Well, as it's Valentine's Day month, it's only appropriate Cupid himself would shoot Mr. T. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, very good. Thank you for turning into your number six source of Magic the Gathering news. We have been nominated for multi-Emmy cruels multiple years in a row. We can call multi-CA. Do you know which one, do, you, do you know which ones, Mr. Combo? Uh, best podcast and fan favorite. Whoa! Dang. Like we're not going to win either like of those. those. Those are good vibes. Those are good vibes. All right. Let's go for first place. Screw sixth place. Yeah. Fifth place. Let's do the damn thing. We're going to start off the top of the castle, ladies, and carnage that ensued with... 45! So, I was able to get in a little bit of action with uh, Duffman, Day 2, and Sir Nathan before the AFC Championship game now Ooh. two weeks ago. Nice. Uh, yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Usually, I get a little, I get a little sauce, get a little liquid while I'm yeah, playing uh-huh. Magic. Just uh, a, little, a little lubrication, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, but last couple Sundays, no booze because I, I got to be at least sober and clear-headed for the start of the Kansas City Chiefs game. You could say um, the goose so is not loose in this instance. It's not. Wow. So uh, day two, I'm so proud of him, debuted his Tevish Zat and Slurk deck he won from the Drinkathon. Nice. So, um, by the way, it's really gross. I thought (laughs) there was some synergy there, but I didn't think it'd be as good as it was. Would you say it's slimy because of the the slurp? Oh, it's it's definitely slimy to slurp. (laughs) So he ended (laughs) up with this board state. Ew. Get this, he had uh, Altered Dementia on the battlefield and Tombstone Stairwell. You ever heard of that Oh card? yeah, I don't it's know blockers. So, uh, Squeeby Gee, basically it's an enchantment. It sits on the battlefield and at the beginning of each player's upkeep, each player creates a 2-2 zombie that's also named Tombstone with haste for uh-huh. every creature card in their graveyard. Oh, at the e- end of ew, turn, ew, I think they ew. all get destroyed or sacrificed. One of yeah, them. Yeah, at the beginning of each end step or when it leaves the battlefield, destroy all tokens created and they can't be regenerated. I don't like it. I don't like that at all. It sounds upsetting. Yeah, so that was there. And obviously, a Tevishat, Slurk, Golgari deck, you're churning through creatures, creatures are yeah. in the yard. So he basically does that. And day two's goal is to mill us all out. Because he he like starts kind of like self milling himself like a little bit, but then that gives him more creatures. So then when it passes to the next person's turn, he has even more. So that's the slap and the tickle, right? You slap yourself <laughs> a little bit, and then you tickle everybody else to death. Pretty much. But here's what he didn't count on: the fact 
that Sir Nathan was playing his Phoenix deck. Oh, Sir Nathan as well had Altar of Dementia on the battlefield <laughs> and Phoenix, uh, which Phoenix allows you to tap your creatures yeah, and yeah. their toughness mills target opponent. Right. So Forest. So day two starts trying to mill me out, starts trying to mill Duff out the whole time. Every time a turn passes, Sir Nathan's like, okay, well, I'll just mill you day two. I'll mill you day two. It came down to it to where Sir Nathan milled out day two before his draw. And day two is only over by three cards. Oh, if he, oh. If just if he just would have saved one of his potential mills on himself, he would have had one card left oh, in the library, wow. and then he could have potentially milled Sir Nathan out. Now, granted, after the fact, Sir Nathan did talk about like, well, I had this instant that would have shuffled my graveyard, and I could have done this, <clears> and I could have done that. But you know what? That's who, what, when, where, why. Yes, exactly. And, and we live in the real and the now. Right. And I choose. Uh, I choose not to dwell on the past. I choose not to dwell on the past or the possible. <laughs> But it was very cool. Uh, day two, you're on notice, but I don't think you ever let the notice. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, so, no, he's, he's, yeah. Been, he's been the notice the entire time. Just as a heads up, he's won all the tournaments. He wins every annual drinkathon. He usually wins every game he comes and plays. You're on notice. Well, Squee McGee, anything you would like to talk about? Uh, hashtag Mill Goals 2021 after Forest Day 2 Wong. Unfortunately, no. This is week 100 and I'd guess like 79 of Squee hasn't played a game in a long time because everybody plays on Sundays and I work on Sundays and that's unfortunate, but we're going to figure <laughs> that out here soon. Uh, working to rearrange my schedule because I heard there was in-person magic and I want to be there. <sighs> oh, that's right. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be this coming Sunday because it'll be the Super Bowl. Oh, it right. will be the Super Bowl. I'm going to... Nobody's going to be at the bar for the Super Bowl. Nobody comes to our bar for the Super Bowl. I was about to no. say people go to bars for the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure that's like America's Not thing. ours. But I think but I think we, make so beer when we watch soccer at work. That's about I it. Was like, thinking, I was thinking about this though. Like last year cuz the Super Bowls usually don't even end till like 9 or 9:30, right? They end well, yeah, they started at 6 they, but they, they start at 5:30. But the difference is that their half times are twice as long because yeah. they right. usually have to clean up for the halftime show. I also feel so like the like, commercial breaks are like a good thirty percent longer. Yeah, yeah. Well, the reason why the reason why I bring that up is like there's still a ten o'clock curfew on bars in Kansas City, so I think that they're gonna be like empty on Sunday night. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. So anyway, or there's gonna uh, be anyways. a bunch of hashtag degenerates yeah. just out there in the bars, and the bars don't care, and they just stay open. That's not us, uh, by the way. We we will be well, big tuck. Any games you want to talk about? No, I don't have any games, but I got two quick things. One, I finally sorted out all of my cards I line around, all of my bold comments, everything. I got a big box to ship out to charity potentially. Um, I, I kind of have my next two decks kind of in motion. And more importantly, Mr. Combo, I sucked my guns because I went to a redacted store to buy some singles for some reason. I don't remember what for at this point. But I didn't buy a single piece of sealed product. Not a booster, not not a dual deck, nothing. And I left didn't there and I was all not even once. No, I just bumming it off somebody. No, I was, and like get and honestly, it was great. Cause usually if I get a box or whatever, I like open one of my car and then it usually just immediately disappointed with the decision, right? Sure. So this time I was like, I went in, I spent X amount of money, and I know exactly what cards I walked out with, and it felt great, if I'm gonna wow. be honest. It felt That's awesome. Succinct. I don't know. 
And just think, you just didn't add 200 pieces of cardboard rectangles to your already existing clutter. <laughs> exactly, right. So, at, right, it would have been even worse if I just did that immediately after I got it decluttered and all sorted and everything. So, here we are. All right, well, that's going to wrap up 40 Life at a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse, what's the plane chase? Yes, and uh, we we are kind of ran behind because of some technical difficulties on this, but today we thought that we would call up the deck doctors for a little deck therapy, uh, a fave with uh, people, with listeners. So um, this week we, we did get a couple submissions uh, into the Discord, so if you're interested in having your deck on here, you can either put it in the Discord or message us privately, whatever is more comfortable with you. Um, speaking of people on notice, this week we're going through Frenemies Dan, uh, Frenemy Dan's very cleverly named Nimrus deck. So he really went out, he really went out and beyond uh, on that. So, but, but I will give him credit. At least he has Command Tower or CMD Tower yes. as the deck art. Oh yes, that, that's that's cool. good. That's cool. And he that does have cool. he does he, he does have some show notes in the comments section as we'll Nimrus the Necromancer artist instead so, of uh, a, a lyricist. Mr. Combo, do you want to read uh, Nimrus for us? You know what? I I will. And you know, the great thing is I don't have to get out glasses to read it. Ooh, See, exactly. In the gut. Snap. <laughs> We're talking Nemerus Una's Trickster. This is three colorless Demir, which is blue and black. It's a one six. Mischief, its own reward. Ooh, nice. I feel like that fits. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Like a, uh, a legendary witch, creature. Maybe? Yeah. I feel I feel like fairies are witches just with yeah. names. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, and they're really all like nice I mean witches. The, like they, they, they they're, just they're walk around all happy all day, but Well the name the spike. name trickster is right there in the title, so I mean that sounds like a trickster voice to me. <laughs> so it's a legendary creature, fairy knight. So if you want to build relevant tribe, knight tribal, here you go, here's your commander. Uh yeah. Sir Gwen's trash. Uh it's a rare, and it has flash, it has flying. Whenever you cast your first spell during each opponent's turn, look at the top two cards of your library, one into hand, one into the yard. Yes, and it's hot off the presses, black, hot off the presses from Commander Legends. Um, and, and Dan, yeah, yeah, the press, the press, it's our precious. They're hot off the prashes. Oh, that's that's that a deck on this plane. Uh, yeah, white hot. Um, so he was kind enough to give a, a little paragraph of information, so I'll kind of read through that. He said that. He said, quote, this is a deck built around casting tons of low-level cost spells on other players' turns to trigger her ability. Interact the board, fill up your graveyard to reanimate scary creatures later on. A lot of ramp, um, a lot of silly, cheap, instant speed interactions uh, to let other people keep threatening you. Uh, it's, and he ends it with, this is as close to a control deck as someone who didn't want to build a counterspell-themed <laughs> deck could manage. Um, you know which is Dad, odd because... I got, I got one thing to say here. You're on notice. I think yeah, you wanted to build there, a counterspell deck and you just had to find a, a way to do it without it's, sounding it's a suspect. suspicious. It's suspect. And as, as I was going through the list, you know, it does seem like, I, the, the, and we can talk, we kind of start with this, just for those who need to know, we all kind of talk about our initial impressions of the deck. Um, then we talk about three cards that we want to slot into it. One we think is a slam dunk, one that we think is kind of like a mid-range, and then one that's a little bit more far-fetched. Um, so I, I, reading through it, I definitely got the feel of what he's trying to do here. Um, 
I think it sound, it's a pretty unique build for Demir. Obviously, this yeah. isn't a, this wasn't one of those like really pushed commanders that you get out of sets like this or push legendaries. So I think it's cool that I, I think Dan, friend of me, Dan, rather, as a deck builder, does a really good job of kind of finding the in, somewhat in the margin sort of build arounds to go with. And uh, I, I think this is definitely kind of an interesting build. It seems still like a little clunky, which makes sense, as mm -hmm. he says. He, he made mention that he hadn't yet to play it, and it's kind of a new deck for him. But I definitely, it's definitely clear what he's trying to go for, and I think that there's some, I think there's some cool cards in here. So, uh, Mr. Combo, what were your initial thoughts reading through it? Yeah, so you know, initially when I go went through it, it's like okay. There's 30 instants in the deck, and obviously Nimrus allows you to kind of filter the top two cards, one to hand, one to yard, right. on your opponent's turn, so it makes sense that you want a lot of instants. Mm -hmm. And I saw the control aspect in there. I'm gonna be honest, I was kind of missing, uh, what would you, how would you say you win? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. 100% there. Yeah, it, it just, yeah, there's some big creatures, and it yeah, cool. You reanimate them from the yard, but big creatures are a dime a dozen. Uh, if you want to build big creatures, that's mono green. So I'm going to be interested to hear all of our kind of like get it in the deck now. You can wait a little bit to get it in, and then hey, this is kind of far far fetched out there because I think yet to to not dismiss Dan's direction, friend of me, Dan's. We need to figure out how to blend the. Uh, creature reanimation mm -hmm. with the control. And then lastly, we need to figure out how to do more instant stuff. Yeah. You need to take advantage of Nimrus, in my opinion. If she's on the battlefield, you should be doing something during everyone's turn, every turn cycle. There should yeah. be no reason why mm -hmm. you can't. Yep. So De definitely. Uh, that, that's what I'm gonna be interested to hear from you guys. Sure. Uh, Squee, how about you? What, what were your initial thoughts on the deck? Uh, got a mirror a lot with combo here while I am offering, and you'll find out, no yeasty solutions for anyone here. Because, you know, <laughs> it's instance, and I wanted to have some fun. But uh, I agree. So the whole thing that I was looking at this deck to was, yes, you can draw a lot of cards, you can get a lot of things done, you can do a lot of stuff on other people's turn, but what is the thing that really, you know, hammers at home? And I'm going to rely on you two degenerates to figure that out for me and i'm going to to talk about some instance that being said for me dan i don't know if i've played against a deck in you in a long time that didn't have cyclonic rift in it this one does too <laughs> seems like a theme just a thought all right well let's let's hop right into it um so let's start with our slam dunk additions i'll start this off this is so greasy it could it could boil 100 pork chops. And I checked this four <laughs> times to make sure that I didn't miss this. Oh, where's I think we're saying the same one. Where's Leyline of Anticipation? Yep. Anticipation <laughs> and Vildek and Ori. Why the hell don't you Yeah, yeah I was shocked. Like, Vildek and Ori, I can kind of understand uh, to some extent, um, just because I think it's more expensive. Um, sure. But, and I, I think, personally, that the, the Leyline's better in this. But either way, um, so the gist of both of them, I'll go with Leyline, you want to do Vildelkin. Um, sure. So Leyline of Anticipation is two colors, two blue. Uh, it's an enchantment. If Leyline of Anticipation is in your opening hand, you may begin with the game with it on the battlefield. You may cast spells as though they had flash, and it's about five bucks. Yeah, and perfect. The the Delkin Ori is a uh, four drop uh, artifact, colorless, uh, sitting at thirty, um, and it just says Woof. you may cast non land cards as though they had flash. Uh, the model incorporated the fifth sun effortlessly, as if it had always known. Very nice. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, that was the big, I mean, we don't need to go, we don't need to wax poetic on this, but it's, I was just, again, shocked to be, to see that the deck that only oh, you want to operate on other people's turns didn't yeah. have either of these in there. So maybe he didn't have a copy, or maybe he thought he could lean on the instance, in the instance he already had, um, yeah, but I was just kind of flabbergasted by that. Of, I would consider those kind of, you know, not staples, but standards for this type of rotation, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of standards in this deck that maybe maybe he had lying around or he didn't, but I'm looking at like Rhystic Studies, I'm looking at, you know, Animate Deads, Brainstorms, yeah. all of these things that are generally showed up here are there, except for a couple of them just like those. Yeah, I, I again, don't have much else to say about them, but I, I thought that was interesting that of all the staples here, those are two very helpful ones. Right. Yeah, and, and I think... When I look at the deck, obviously, when you look at EDH rec, I will applaud Dan because he went a different direction than what like the typical builds mm-hmm. are trying to do. But if you take out your lands, because obviously you don't really play those at instant speed in Demir, mm-hmm. only half the deck is instant speed. And right. if only half the cards in my deck kind of do what my commander wants to do, to me, that's not good. That's like building a sliver deck and having half slivers in the deck. So I I think for sure get Leyline in there ASAP because it is more cost affordable. Mm. And I honestly would say having a Vidalcan Ori before it goes up in price like everything else in the GD world, mm-hmm. I would jump on a $30 copy because yeah. I bet <laughs> oh it'll be God, 60 yeah. bucks in two months. Price yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, good to see that me and Mr. Combo were on the same wavelength there. Squee, how about you? Uh, so first, Combo just brought up something that made me think a little bit. And what if they printed a card? And this is just a tinfoil hat. We'll talk about it for 30 seconds. Get the hell out of here. Y'all think about it for, for later. You can play lands at instant speed. What? I'll leave that with you. Move right on. So my <laughs> first card is Imp's Mischief. Growth gross, gross Spiral? Yeah. Oh! So, Imp's Mischief. One colorless and a black. It's an instant. It's a rare. Change the target of target spell with a single target. You lose life to equal to that spell's converted man cost. I think this is slam dunk in here. As you're talking about, we need more instants. You want stuff that's able to interact with a lot of different type of things, not just necessarily a counter spell. You can use this to change the target to somebody else. Do damage, destroy something, exile something, whatever the case may be. I think this card's a slam dunk in here. Gotta have it. And uh, we did miss we did miss a little flavor text real quick. Um, wait, hold on. Give me a second. Remember, remember he's like a British guy. Yeah, a pompous British guy. This is like my worst. Yeah, uh, okay. Do the innocent. Oh, that's like Irish. Uh, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Yeah. Channel it. Do the innocent pay for the crimes of the guilty? Of course they do. That's the fate of the weak. Nickel yeah, that's good. I like that. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I got Hey, you gave you a gave plus. me a soft clap a earlier. I gotta give you a soft clap right back. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I uh, we talked about this last week. I think. Um, I think this card's criminally underplayed. Um, I think it's really it's cool. fifteen dollars. Yeah. It's fifteen dollars. <laughs> but I think this is this is one that potentially could get reprinted in that like time shift thing that they're doing recently uh, upcoming that'd up. Be cool. Because sure. it came from Planar Chaos, which is kind of one of those decks. Um, or sets rather, but yeah, no, great instant uh, steal and steal an extra turn, save a counter spell. The, there's a lot of different opportunities and, and options here. 
Uh, all right, cool. So this is so those were our, those were our slam dunk picks. Um, these ones are probably a little, uh, you know, they're a little harder to go with. Uh, may have some drawbacks or something like that, you know. But this is one that we still feel pretty strongly about. Uh, Mr. Combo, why don't you start us off here? All right. So I got two. Um, I'll, I'll go with the slamest of the dunks. How about okay, that? Okay, perfect. Slamest yeah. uh, of the, the dunks. The slamest huh? of the dunks. You should probably, and this is cheaper than my previous. Slamest of the dunks. The Slamest. cheapest out of all the cards. Teferi Mage of Zelfer. I think you should put this in here. Two colorless, three blue. Legendary creature, human wizard, three, four, flash. Creature cards mm. you own that aren't on the battlefield have flash. And each opponent can cast spells only when they can do sorceries. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To save this plane, he must forsake all others. <laughs> Trying to go with a little Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> but you do know that's not you, you do know you like do know that's not that's not him that, talking, right? correct? Wait, what? It's not that's not him talking. It's just it's just a, it's like a, a quote out of a book. Well, son of a bitch, Samuel no, L. Jackson. Hey, narrating hey, good, you know what? good good news. Uh, that's going. Yeah, I was gonna say that's going on the bits list. So I will take it. <laughs> Tired of these no. motherfucking bits on this motherfucking plane. So I really like this Teferi card for in here because A, it is a creature and you have a lot of reanimate, so you could pull it from the yard if it did get binned or killed. But then being able to A, play it at flash, you're only in two colors, so the three pips shouldn't be that big of a yep. deal. And I think the more understated piece of this is each opponent can only cast spells when they could cast a sorcery. That's not just good for you on your turn. That's also good when you're trying to cast stuff on their turns. Yeah. They can't interact with you. Even if you're not being that counter spell jackass, you could still Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> you can that stop everybody else from being that counter spell jackass. So yeah, I really think this card can do circles in this deck. Yeah, yeah this is I, fun. And I think uh, Trip Blue's rough. I will, I will say Trip Blue's rough, but that being said, stopping everybody from being able to play counter spells or any other instant speed type of things, that's huge. That's a, that's a big effect. It, and Mr. Combo, I think the your most salient point was the one where you're playing on everyone else's turn, right? So you're pr effectively playing when everyone else is tapped out and they're done things. So the only person who could even counter is a person whose turn you're playing on. Mm -hmm. And if they yeah. know that they can't do anything about it, then they're just going to spend all their mana willy nilly, right? So I think yeah, that's absolutely. I think I think that's such a, cr a critical point of this card. Yeah, and that's then cool. The second I like card. It. That's a little slimier, and I'm not okay. just saying this because I'm making it into a new commander. I actually think it has legs for this deck. I think a Rumi of the Dead Tide makes so much sense. Oh, sure. So pet, pet card of yours. Pet card of yours. To be fair, <laughs> it, it's not because I haven't put it in several decks. It's not all through the brood. Let's not get crazy. Um, so it's a colorless Demir. It's wait, a one wait. Four. Could it be a it's pet only... card of the cast where you've talked about it a bunch on the cast, but it's not in decks of yours? No. I don't even think I've talked about it that much, have I? <laughs> well, only only because you only because there's a lot of recaps that we did where uh, we were talking about we the, the boxing Let's just league. Say so that I just, do not know what this card does off the top of my head, but I know that it's a card because I've heard you talk about it. <laughs> All right, it's a one four legendary creature, Merfolk Wizard. It's an uncommon for twenty cents. Uh, tap it, exile cards from your graveyard equal to the number of opponents you have. Target creature card in your graveyard gains Encore till end of turn. Encore cost is equal to its mana cost, and if you guys aren't familiar, Encore means you exile that creature from the graveyard. You create a token copy of it for each opponent, and they all have haste, and they can't attack if you choose each opponent that turn. At the end of uh, your uh, turn, you end up uh, sacrificing the creatures. 
So the reason I like this is I talked about how he needs a game winner. And yeah. he does have some like pretty legit creatures like an artisan, a Kozilek, mm -hmm. body double. Yep. So th there's things in here, Doom Whisperer, that aren't legendary like the Jin Kataxis, like the right. Nacelle Primal Tide. Yeah, Shouldered. Yes. Yeah, he could encore that stuff out in that mid to late game and actually do something. And with 30 plus or at the moment, 30 instants plus the few sorceries. I didn't see a ton of ways to get these back. Mm -hmm. So you don't even you don't even run the risk like I do in my roomy deck of like, man, I'm probably gonna have to exile some creatures that I may want later in the game to do what I want to do right now. Frenemy, you're just gonna be exiling instants and sorceries that you're never gonna see again. Like that's no skin off your back. Mm -hmm. And now you actually have a way to possibly progress and win the game. Yeah. I like it for a couple of yeah, like three mana. Wonderful. The the encore effect is great. It's twenty one cents, even better. Yeah, yeah. You and probably I, and I have one if you open Commander Legends. Like <laughs> you're you're probably good to go. Um, and I think this also will kind of help. Putting this in the deck will also kind of help shore up, if you will, because the dead tide. Hey, oh, um, wow. I think nice that also one. could kind of help shore up like a creatures enter the battlefield win con, right? Whether it's like mm -hmm. scuttling doom engine or something along those lines. So I think that this card in and of itself will kind of help shape the the win con of the deck there. So good, good pull there. Uh, Squee McGee, what is your maybe card for uh, Nimrus? All right, so I chose all instants, as I alluded to earlier, but the maybe that I'm talking about today is sudden spoiling. One oh, colorless, yeah. two black, instant, yeah. <laughs> rare, split second. It's a little bit quicker. It's, it's, what is that? The uh, uh, the movie waiting? It's like just the little extra. That's that, oh, that's what counts. Yeah. Uh, so it's it split seconds, just a little bit faster. Uh, until end of turn, creatures target player controls, lose all abilities, and have base power and toughness zero two. You know I love my fog effects. It's it's it ends the stack. Yeah. Great card, fantastic add to it, this deck. Gotta have it. It really is. As you mentioned too in in your description, you probably don't have a lot of stuff on your board, so people can swing at you pretty easily all game long. That'll save you a turn I, and and yeah. give you some cards. I really like it. I think sudden spoiling, and I'm gonna check EDH wreck. I want to say it's underplayed, mostly because we don't see it played that often in our play group. I yeah, agree. Just on three, its price, it's a couple bucks. It's yeah. only in three percent of every deck that can run black. Oh That's wow, that is really low. Yeah, uh, yeah, this card's awesome. I, yeah, I, I agree on all points. And what I'll say, it was originally printed in Time Spiral, so this is oddly another one that we might be getting a reprint of coming up soon. Hopefully, with new art. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Bad. I don't really like the. Art. I don't really like the art on it. Uh, yeah, all right, cool. All right. So mine's like it mine looks like a guy is that was kind of sad, and then he just started bleeding out of his eyes. But it, now he's just yeah. upset. But he's it's, fine. It's it looks fine. It's like try. It looks like the cover of like an Evanescence album or like Stain. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, but so anyway, mine is also super cheap. Uh, this one is kind of a mid range because I I think you can he kind of has some effects some effects in here that are cheaper. But I like it that this kind of gives you a modality of using it. So I'm going to recommend that you put in mystical teachings. So it's three colorless and a blue for an instant. Search your library for an instant card or a card with flash, reveal it and put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. And then it has flashback like five and a black. So I like this for two reasons. One, obviously it's a tutor to go get instants, which are gonna be very plentiful. It's gonna be, those are probably gonna be your big bangers in here. But the fact that you can also tutor it to go get a card with flash, 
obviously there's like cards that play around with this like flash sub theme that you can run yeah i think that's probably getting a little greedy notion thief would be a good one yes yes mm. yeah exactly totally um so i like that that it, can, it doesn't just get spells it can also get a creature or, you know mm -hmm. whatever else may maybe out there but i also like the fact that if you if you cast something else, draw this, and you realize you don't need it right now, you can bin it and take the other one to hand and then play it later. Yeah. So um, again, I, I I know the big argument against this card is it's going to be kind of it's kind of expensive for what it does, yeah. Um, which it sucks, but it's also twenty two cents. So I kind of feel that because it because it has the ability to go get that card with the flash on it, makes it worth that kind of extra bump in CMC. So question for you. Do you think that is better than increasing ambition, which is just a demonic tutor for five and then flash it back for eight? And the, and the flashback, you go get two cards. Yeah, my only, oh, so the only so reason- expensive. The, 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 the reason why I like this one more is that it is an instant as well. Oh, Where, whereas yeah. increasing ambition is not, I think- Sorcery. But I, yeah. but I think a lot of these cards, I think to your point, Mr. Combo, there's a lot of cards that have flashback abilities that could do a lot of work in this deck, right? So like yeah. you said, you know, you, you, this is, you, you cast increasing and you cast, um, uh, the, the mystical teachings, get increasing ambitions, don't need it, bin it, and then you can go get your win con or whatever later. So, oh, that's um, cool. yeah. both, both good additions in the deck, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would say, so I think the card at three colorless and a blue is a little bit expensive to cast. Sure. Yeah. What it does, but, that being said, in a deck like this, if you run the deck correctly, when you're casting this card, you know exactly what you're going to go and get. If you don't already mm -hmm. have it in your hand, you know exactly what you're going to go and get, and you're going to grab it, and ideally that would be, to Mr. Combo's point earlier, something that could help you win the game or help you right. move your board state forwards. So for four mana to do that, can't really argue that, especially in a control yeah. deck when yeah. you can probably buy yourself a turn or two or three or four or eight or however many turns you want to buy. Yeah. I think I think it could be yeah. solid. That makes sense. It makes all sense. Okay, well, let's move on to the stretch goals, if you will. Um, or that corporate jargon. Yeah, you like mm. that? <laughs> this is the 90 of the 30, 60, 90, yeah. if you will. Oh, thank um, God. So, Squee. Thank God. We made squee, it what? <laughs> Why don't you uh, Why don't you kick this one off? What's your What's your stretch goal? The reach card that you think would be fun in this deck? Well, I've been working my way up there with a the sudden spoiling. You know, I had to do it because at instant speed, one of my favorite things to do is fog. So there's a little card oh. called Darkness. I, could, I should have seen this coming. A, I should have seen this coming a mile, country mile away. Creatures attack and block as normal, but don't deal any damage. That's it. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Buy yourself a turn. Play it whenever you want. Wow. Maybe you buy somebody else a turn. Maybe you politic a little bit and you say, hey, I'll save your life if you save my life next term. I don't know. Uh, you I got two. I got two. Well, you said we need more instants. It's one mana. It's cheap. It's very effective. And unfortunately, it's $10. But for, for whatever the case may be, you got Cyclonic Risk and other stuff. I think you could probably figure it out. So, so I have two. Apparently... I have, 
Sorry, real quick. And apparently this card is a slam dunk in a quarter of all Toshiro Umazawa decks. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that is good. Why not? Uh, so I have two bits. One, there is some, there is some uh, flavor text here. So if I must die, I will encounter darkness as a bride and hug it in my arms by our old pal, Billy Shakespeare uh, from Measure for Measure. And then yep. again, this was also originally printed in Time Spiral, so there's a very good chance this is going to be reprinted earlier this year. Originally printed in Time Spiral? What are you talking oh, about? Sorry, it was most, most, most recently printed okay. in Time Spiral. Okay. There you go. So, Tuck, do we need to just have an MTG Action 4 News where you just tinfoil hat this Time Spiral remaster? <laughs> there's only there's, there's two sets that you Dude, can get off of it. I'm going to so put the whole thing in Echo and Delay. It's going to sound like a Time Spiral. It's going to be awful. I I actually I don't I don't usually agree with your love of this card, Squee, but I do agree it actually fits in this deck pretty good. Um, it's an instant; it can save you from being outright killed, and it's one it's one black to play. I don't know. It seems like it seems like it's got some. It seems like it's got it's a reach, right? Because you may not ever need it. Um, yeah. But but I think it, I think it is a definitely Even if you an don't interesting. Need it, pick. You can just play it for fun and still do your yeah. effect. Do your rig and rolls, Mister Combo. Thoughts. I hate to agree with Tuck, yes! but he's right. It does make sense in this deck. <laughs> I did it. That's a twofer. You, you, you have to feed into squeeze nonsense on cards that he likes that you hate, and, and you have to agree with me. I'm my chest right now. I don't know what to do with myself. They finally agreed. Fog's the one. You just had to call it darkness. Yeah, it, the, and the only reason I think this makes sense is because at least right now, the build that you have, unlike our Zaxara deck that may or may not be coming to Bruise and Build yeah. in the Alternate Universe podcast. Uh, how that, at least when you cast stuff, you make uh, your Hydras. This, you just filter off the top. You're yeah. not even getting like 1-1 one, one fairy blockers like the one that uh, Aaron likes to play. So yeah, yeah. you need something to protect your pancakes when they're about to get flattened. Yeah, flapjacks. All right. So, well, in, in full disclosure here, I tried to pick fog effects for the entirety of my three picks and failed because there aren't that many in blue and black. Failed to find. In black, yeah. So failed to find. What I did find was sudden spoiling, which is a fog effect, which was kind of under the radar. But if you look at it really deeply, it's a three mana fog. Sure. And a darkness. The Imps Mischief was the consolation prize. Happened to be the best one because it was the most expensive. What do you think? Yours were time spiral cards. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose. Uh, but happy right. to be here. All right, Mister Mister Combo, what are you what are you thinking here for the reach one? All right, uh, stretch it out. Reach reach up. Reach up. Put those arms up like you're choking. One of the things that I do not like about effects that are looting or uh, look at the top, bend one, keep one. It's just sometimes you get put in these situations where it's like, I kind of need to keep both, but I can't. And now I got to pick the, you know, the best or, or the uh, best of two evils almost type yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. And one of the things in Demir, not a lot of ramp. And so if you get put in a position in that mid game when you get your commander out there where you're bending lands left and right, that doesn't feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have this sub-sub theme for you. Oh. Because you said you want a control deck, but you don't want it to be like this counterspell-driven thing. Well, 
Crucible of the Worlds would be real oh, cute sure. in this deck. Yeah, okay. So, three okay. colorless okay. artifact. You may play land cards from your graveyard. Amidst the darkness, ashes grow stronger seeds. Uh, no one says that. I just had to do that in a voice. So, mm -hmm. what I think you should do, frenemy, is you already have one or two in here. You already have a ghost quarter in here. You have Terramorphic Expanse. You have Evolving Wilds. I think you need to put more utility cards that have sacrifice themselves to either get you lands or hurt your mm -hmm. opponent's lands. Yep. And then that way, Crucible of the Worlds, you get those utility lands to then keep repeating it. But the other thing that would be nice about it is in that mid game, if it's like, oh my gosh, I'm just hurting for mana, but man, I need to keep up my instance because I need to keep doing this effect. You can mm -hmm. start bidding your base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bin your Demir Aqueducts and then, oh, I got my Crucible of the Worlds, plop it, and now I have access to the 10 or 15 lands that are Right, right, right. So I think just that's plop it right cute. in there. Yeah. You're going to have to tweak your land base to get more of those sacrifice type of effects in here. Um, and I'm not saying you have to go out and get like fetch lands or anything like that, but there are plenty of cards in Magic right. where it's tap, sack, do an effect, either positive for you or negative for your opponent. Yeah, and you I think what? one of the I'll things... I'll upgrade you from sub theme, or sorry, sub sub theme to I think that should be a sub theme. Yeah. Well, just I'll think of it. like, and, and just think of like the myriad, like getting a myriad landscape loop going potentially, right? Like that feels pretty good. Um, and I think at this deck, because I think Crucible, first off, is now over $40 again. So, wahoo. Um, yeah, again, the, I think this is another card where normally if you're playing it in like a Lord Windgrace or Maze's End sort of deck, it immediately sure. gets blown up. But if you're playing like Demir Flash Speed, I don't think people are going to waste a removal on it. And you know the cool thing about this, Frenemy Dan, you can run everyone's favorite card, Glacial Chasm. It's too expensive, <laughs> oh, you then you oh, play it. Yeah! Oh, like that. Yeah, you like fog effects, you like fog effects. Yeah, it's, 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 it's fog effect on a card. On a, on a land, rather. Uh, cool, well I got, I That's have another garbage. one that, I have, my last one is, kind of feeds into the reason why he doesn't, or he kinda, it's, it kind of feeds into both how he wants the deck to be and how it's not and also i'm not making this up it also has only been printed in time spiral so oh i can't i'm not making this up <laughs> uh i think void mage husher is an interesting card so three colorless and a blue for a creature human wizard harry if you will um oh, yes. it does have yes, it, we're done, it does we're have, done with that it does have Wait, no one's gonna I, understand. No, hold on i have i have a small segment about this I shit you not, the day after we recorded that episode, I went to work, and somebody else did exactly what you quoted in our podcast earlier at work, and I can't remember who's brought up Harry Potter, but somebody just goes, I'm a wizard, Harry, and I just yeah. lost my shit. For like it's, it's, it's pretty it's a pretty commonplace meme so it's funny you heard that the day after uh but anyways uh it's a 2-2 that has flash and then it, when it enters the battlefield counter target ability um Ooh, then, i like that yeah and then most interestingly or what i think is interesting is when you cast a spell you may return it back to its owner's hand so for me, this kind of in here, there are a lot of these like greasy, you know, ops, um, brainstorms, these sort of like one sure. drop effects, which later in the game don't really do a whole hell of a lot, right? But you could sequence it such that you play that, bounce this back to your hand, then you know that at least you have another card to play on the next player's turn, um, assuming that there's some activated ability, which there's gonna be, there's gonna be one, I feel, right? Sure. So again, I. 
it's not like the best card, but the fact that it is something that's repeatable, it's a creature, um, so it can block in a pinch, I suppose. Um, and, you know, it has that flash bit. I think this is this would be an interesting inclusion just to see it out. I, you know, I'm, I got no beef with it. That's, that's solid. That's really solid. I, I think it would be cool. I'm trying to think of like... If we could trade thoughts for currency? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think the thing I struggle with this is I do like the fact that it's a counter target activated ability, but it is four mana. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think the repeatable aspect is worth the squeeze just because it is four and it's only counter target activated ability. Right now, if this card was disallow on a creature, oh, I'm here for that. Yeah, right, right, right. A counter target spell activated or triggered ability. Oh, mm -hmm. four mana. I'll pay the one extra and have yeah, it oh, yeah, every day. Um, yeah, let's do it. Um, I'd probably even do that for five. So I guess Frenemy, one thing that you would need to do when you evaluate Void Mage Husher is just look at our play group, look at the quarantine battlegrounds on our Discord. You can sign up by being a patron for only a dollar a month. Uh, shameless plug on our own cast, so I guess it's not shameless. Yeah, I it's yeah. I think I think that's called. I think I believe the the industry calls that marketing. Oh, okay. Uh, right. you, you, you're, yeah. you're really going to need to look and figure out how often you come across activated abilities yeah. that you actually care about. Because, see, for me, and I'll use the Disallow as an example since I talked about it, Disallow for me is a slam dunk in a lot of decks because it can't target a spell or a triggered or an activated. So in mm -hmm, any right. game, one of those three things, you're, there's something you're going to want to stop. Yeah, yeah. Activated ability, it's a little bit harder to gauge. Like, sure, a Brea player, that might be a game changer, could save your life. Mm -hmm. Um but, you know, like I'm even looking, you know, down here because I have it cleaned up from last Sunday. My Azuri Claw of Progress Persistent Petitioners, like, I guess you could counter me milling you for 12, but you're not going to be able to counter the trigger off of Azuri. Right. And like, which one are you really worried about the one time I try to mill you or the seven counters I'm about to put on something to, to beat some face? So, yeah, I, would I agree. definitely agree. say take, take a look at the mirror, figure out what kind of decks you're seeing in our play group. And if you do think that you see... I would say two to three relevant activated abilities in a game on average, then I think H Void Mage Husher makes a yeah. lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I like, I only thing to add is it is repeatable because I agree with most of your points combo that it's yeah. not necessarily the most useful thing all the time. But in this deck, I could foresee late game a situation where you just need something. You need something to keep going, to keep the engine moving, to try and find something else. This is a way to do that if you need to, because you can bring it back. Well, okay, Sweet, you just said something that just made me think. Tuck, does Frenemy have a worry of getting milled out by himself? Because if you think about it with like this Void Mage Husher, you cast Void Mage, it could trigger his commander. Uh, someone else's turn, he's like, oh, I want to stop that, let me do it. I'm just wondering, if he's doing this on everyone's turns, plus doing his normal draw effects, I'm thinking he could possibly go through his deck real quick. Am I wrong in that thinking? Mm, I don't think so. I mean, think about it. If, in theory, he's doing it on each opponent's turn, which is what this deck should be doing. Yeah, it's six. Every single turn cycle, he's going through seven because he has a draw on his right, own. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't count any other draw. Uh, so think uh, it's a, hear me out here. This has the bones of a competitive deck because it can draw through everything. All you got to do is find the win con. 
Me? I think he could do that thoughts, at a little thoughts for, I, thoughts, thoughts for the old yeah. group there. I don't I'm not sure. I, I think it's a con, I think it's a concern, but it's not the main concern of the deck, right? Because I feel okay. I kind of feel like once people start seeing the value that you're getting, um they're probably going to take care of your commander pretty quick and she does cost an awful bit. So, yeah. I I think it's something to give an example, I didn't see that as being a problem in my Sphinx deck until I played it, and then I realized that's the win con, right? So I think I think if you get some reps in with this and you see that and you're like, oh, my deck's looking, and if someone else is playing a mill or something like that, and you're starting to you're starting to get like, you know, um you're starting to get red in the face and start to get a little concerned, then and then that's that would be when I think you should you should start reevaluating that strategy. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if he should consider Thassa, Labman, and Chase yeah. because he runs that risk of oh, I could probably yeah. kill myself. I yeah, I think it just really depends on when he gets the reps in. So, um, gotcha. but it, but anyway, uh, good points all around. Uh, so this has been the CMD Towers uh, team of surgeons and doctors going through Frenemy, Dan's, uh, Nimrus, the Necromancer deck. So hopefully you found some. Uh, hopefully we had some gold for you there, Frenemy, and also as always you are still on notice yeah You're mr combo back work to you on, work on that deck name please well that's gonna wrap up what's the plane chase now in that last segment squeed dives into those creative oh gosh what happened was there, wait um, was that the that tornado was silence that was really loud is there a tornado coming I, in? I feel like we just got thrown into a spiral of time. Ho, ho, It is now time to announce the January winner of the Level 1 CMD Tower Ayo. monthly giveaways. So, gotta thank fairly new patron joined in the last four or five months. Fairly new, Pretty I like that. That's a good descriptor. Pretty quiet in the Discord. Hopefully we get him talking a little bit more. Lavender. Thank you so hey. much. Welcome to Paul uh, I got to also say I like the name because I'm a K State fan and we have lavender jerseys. We do have lavender jerseys, uh, but there is nothing lavender in those Caldheim packs that you're going to get from level one. So make oh. sure you reach out to one of us uh, with your address and just to confirm that you actually want your free stuff because <laughs> I don't know who doesn't want free stuff. Juices with the weather Report. <laughs> Ooh, welcome back to the Weatherlight Report. Coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 4. I'm Squee McGee. So today we're talking $111. We're talking Rasputin Dream Weaver. Four colorless, a white and a blue. Uh, we're talking oh. another bullshit old legend that's not good, but could potentially be kind of fun. Uh, so this is oh, oh, Rasputin. This, uh, this very well may top the cake for most expensive commander I've ever picked at, I believe, $111 last time I looked. And as I assume that card prices are still going through the roof, that will just keep going up and up and up in price. Uh, also, the artwork is by a Andy. That's A-N-D-I. Anyways. Put seven counters on Rasputin when brought into play. You may remove a counter to prevent one damage to Rasputin or add one colorless mana to your mana pool. This ability is played as an interrupt. Put one counter on Rasputin during your upkeep if he started this turn untapped. You may not have more than seven of those counters on Rasputin at any time. It's a 4-1. 
Well, so well, I'm going to go through and read. I, I'm going to read the errata because it makes a little more sense. Rasputin Dreamweaver enters a battlefield with seven dream counters on it. Remove a dream counter from Rasputin, add a colorless. Remove a dream counter from Rasputin, prevent the next one damage that would be dealt to Rasputin this turn. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Rasputin started the turn untapped, put a dream counter on it. Uh, Rasputin cannot have more than seven dream counters on it. I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure that's, that's what I just said, <laughs> but I'll, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> you technically did say seven counters. All you added in was dream counter instead of counter. Just saying. Anyways, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna add seven counters onto Rasputin. We're gonna remove and we're gonna add mana and we're gonna figure out how to I don't know potentially do that over and over and over again and, and do some other things uh, as well. Rarely, no flavor text. Couldn't even read an in accent if I tried. There's nothing there. It would have been a I would have had to have been a Russian you, one. You, you you could have read his uh, abilities in Russian. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, that's that's beyond my skill level currently. I think. I think I got a good like three or four words in Russian accent, and then after that, it's gonna fall apart. Either way, that's fair. All right, what cards are we adding to this thing to actually make it good? Uh, yeah, I'll take that with a question mark. So we're diving into the first card here. We're talking Eldrazi Displacer. Uh, I think it's a couple bucks so now. Yeah, two colors and a white. It's, it's a, a rare piece. from uh, classic Zendikar. Wait, Battle for Zendikar, right? Right. Yep, yep there it is. Uh, oh, no. Uh, Oath of Gatewatch. Oh, sh**. Wow. OGW. OGW. There it is. Uh, so it has yeah. Devoid. Relevant. Not to anyone ever. Uh, two and the Devoid symbol, which again is not relevant to anything ever in Magic. Why would you make a new symbol for colorless mana? Whatever. Uh, two and a colorless exile another target creature, then returns it to the battlefield tapped under its owner's control. So, infinite mana. Yeah, you just make infinite mana. Just do this all all day long. You can't lose. You can make as much mana as you want. Pick whatever X spell you want to pick and have a field day. I don't know. You know, find yourself a manager. Actually, I don't know. What, what what's what's an X spell that would win the game in white or blue? You need like you, I mean, there's a lot uh, of greasy okay. ways you can do it. Listen to me about a rig you can do here. I'm going to talk about a different card that I'm going to. So I'm going to bring up another card that I think could be part of what we could possibly be trying to do here that I've already picked for this. Okay. So another card that I wanted to talk about is Brain Geyser. Target player must draw X cards. Oh, yeah, there yeah. you go. So you brain geyser into kill, a lab one man. Person. Oh, kill yourself. Ah, Correct. yeah. There we go. I like that. Oh, wow. Brain oh, geyser. $35. Yeah, that one. Uh, reserve, that reserve one just, so anybody that has revised oh, I, cards, keep them. Just keep I show them. 14. Oh, nice. Uh, you're not going to see 14 for long. It's it's going to go up. It, it has. It. I've. Anyways, revised nice. cards. Hang on to those. You want them. Trust me. Anyways, okay. so infinite combo in the first card that goes into the second card that lab mans you to death. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> now I want to talk about an Eldrazi. And it's only for the reason that I want to talk about an Eldrazi because... Why the f*** doesn't anybody play this as far as I'm concerned? Bane of Balaged? Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Like Great card. I just have never seen this anywhere. It's so a seven colors. It's a seven five. It's a creature Eldrazi. It's an uncommon, so it's probably not hard to get a hold of. Whenever Bane of Galaged attacks, defending player exiles two permanents he or she controls. That's bonkers. This has nothing to do with this deck, by the way. I, I just saw this while I was researching anything. <laughs> but what the? F this card's great. 
I mean, you get, yeah. to, ca- you get to cast it for free with your commander, right. so... Yeah, I mean, you, th- this is basically a mana dump for whatever mana you want to produce, but... Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, the reason it's Squee, it's not played that much. A, it doesn't have evasion. It's only a five toughness, so it's fairly easy to kill. Um, and yes, it attacks. You have to exile two permanents, but permanents usually aren't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um because you could do tokens, you could do whatever. It's usually like he he does well or it does well in Eldrazi decks because usually it's it's coming at you, then you got Annihilator triggers for yeah. another person. Mm-hmm. You got sacrificing things for this one. So when it kind of compiles, then it becomes decent, but mm-hmm. it's being the lone Eldrazi, it's just a five toughness. I mean, a beast and an elf token can take it out. Question this for group, if this said Annihilator 2 instead of Exiles, do you think even though Exiles is better than Annihilator, well, it fringe maybe because it's sacrifice. I get that, um, but this does not say target to that point. Do you think if it said yeah, annihilator two, this card yeah, would be chooses. worth more money? No, no, it's the same thing. I think if it was a if it was a seven seven, I bet you'd probably be a dollar fifty. Yeah, a seven seven, a seven seven for that for the seven seven for seven with that ability is is pretty good. Okay. Um, was it Mister Combo? Did you have a deck where you made like a gazillion of these, or is that Mikhail? Probably Mikhail. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's more of his style, but no, it's still like it's still cool to be able to do something immediately that's impactful after you cast your commander. So why not? Yep. Also, follow up well, question: yeah, Do we have a accent for the flavor text for Eldrazi that we've picked out yet? This yes, one we do. Okay, go right ahead. <laughs> Dust. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Nailed it. All right. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, one card left. Uh, as you were wondering, Mr. Combo, how many X spells out there could potentially win you the game? It may not win you the game the turn of, but it will get you there for sure. Finale oh, sure. of Glory. Yep. X, white, white. Sorcery. Oh, yeah. Mythic. Create X, 2-2 two, two white soldier creature tones with vigilance if X is more than 10, which it has to be in this deck. Also create X44 <laughs> white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance. It has to be. Yeah, so I mean you can use your infinite mana and make infinite white flying vigilant tokens and Yep. There you go. Yeah. yeah, and then if you can just figure out a way to give all your stuff haste and Azorius, then crashing, you got the game. Crashing drawbridge. I just thought about it. No, sue to a priest. Sue to a priest on the board. Whenever a creature enters the con- wait, is that opponent or is that your board or is that the whole battlefield? When when your priest is your opponent, uh, yeah. When you're, okay, and, okay, but you okay. would gain you would gain infinite life. But again, it's it's CMD Tower All Star Crashing Drawbridge, <laughs> the, card, the card that keeps on giving. Right, it's a beautiful gift to everybody. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, this deck actually went a little better than I thought it was gonna go. So think about it. Ooh. Okay, back to the action board news desk with Mister Combo and Big Tuck. Thank you for staying with us, and as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop are retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders at level1gameshop.com. Another way to support us is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower. With reward tiers for all the budgets, there is a way that you, the collective, can help. You can also pick up a lot of our swag at cmdtower.com slash merch. It is still polluting, delting my basement. Ooh. You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 News team by following us on the Twitter, the Facebook, and our website, CMD oh, Tower. Is. You can communicate Beep. directly with your news team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Comet Number 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Dear Squee, at Big Tuck Tweeting, your MTG Action 4 News team. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and Rasputin.
I believe you. I believe you mean good wizard, good wizard, good wizard, and good wizard. Uh, Harry, go to hell. <laughs> Harry, thank you. 